Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Smith, welcome to Dirty Water, our weekly hit of uh, Gloriously Fruitless Discourse, where opinion is everything and facts really matter. Hello, Charlie. In the time of coronavirus, this has never been more profound, to be honest. And and couldn't be any more interesting, couldn't be any more fantastic. How's, how's the rest for you, Charlie? It's amazing. In North County, San Diego, are you kidding? There's no house arrest. I'm wandering around outside. I was supposed to go surfing today, but I didn't surf. Did you surf? No, nah, so I'm in um, I'm in Sydney House Arrest in Bondi, but I've come down to Cronulla where the laws don't exist. It's actually the uh, Prime Minister's um, seat, so everything's open. People are down the beach, everyone's surfing. Where I live is a ghost town. All the backpacks have fled. There's coronavirus pop-up tents in the streets. Crazy. Are people in there? I don't know. Doesn't uh, doesn't interest me. I'm, I don't have any symptoms. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's getting... <laughs> their lungs plumbed oh hey oh, there's a headline that uh, uh james is just showing me a headline says police say it's okay to have a surf at cronulla but no more than two people together and don't loiter this is my thing how are surfers not okay me right i've been waiting for the moment to shout at people paddle in right i shout it when it's undeserved in this moment, when it's deserved, if you're close to me, paddle in, right? Have you ever told someone to paddle in, in uh, before, before Corona? Yes, have you? <laughs> yeah, I want to know your circumstances, though. It's anybody who drops in on me, and I sit like, okay, so I guess specifically it's a drop-in, whatever, messes up in the inside, right? Yeah. Uh, and then point to the beach with the scream, Paddle in, paddle in. Like, that's all I do. Just like point to the beach, go, right? Do you, do you examine the person first to make sure they're not Brazilian or they're not a cage fighter or something? Here in North County, San Diego, Brazilians are one, I don't know, I'll say one fiftieth. So yeah, so they're always some random kook. And so it's real easy to play, for me to play hard local when... I can pretty much guarantee they're a kook. And then when we pop up and I see no brown skin, then it's just like paddle it. You bump, 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 go in, go in right now, paddle in. Yeah, I do it all I the time. I, I, I love that inside inside of you because you, you've um, given people a few warnings over the phone as well too, huh? I mean, but it's crazy and it's me. It's skinny, gross, like easily poundable. Ashton Goggins took me down with a... <laughs> Open, sl- open palm slap to the neck. I was done. I and was down the for the count. Totally weeping. weeping. I was John Faisal had to pick you up, scoop you up off the ground, weeping. I was weeping. over. I was over with a puffy, overweight, male millennial. Open palm slapped me to the neck. And that was it. I was down for the count. But in the lineup here, I'll shout anybody in. Like, and have sent, in my memory, I've sent three people in. How many have you sent in? 
I don't think I've, I don't think I've actually pointed to the beach and gone in. Recently. You for sure have. You you've knocked fins out. I've knocked fins Derek out. Riley, that, that, you... that was that was purely opportunistic. But to, so tell me about the time you knocked <laughs> fins out. So Bond is Bond, like three foot high tide. Everyone can catch a wave, and the waves are so slow that by the time the wave starts to break, everyone's on it. There's a dozen people on it, and I saw this guy. I couldn't surf, and he's on the inside. I thought I'm going to paddle around the outside of him so he doesn't get in my way and kill me. And so I take off on this wave and he gets to his feet and flings his board out. It flips over, comes under me and my board gets impaled on his board and we both fall over. And it comes up and, and unless someone yells at me, I don't, I don't do shit because I'm so used to getting dropped in on and yelled at. And blah, blah. But if someone, I'm so used to getting dropped in on and hit, but getting yelled at, I can't abide. And so this guy, so I'm pulling my board off, off his fucking fins. My brand new fucking Stacy off his fins of his plastic longboard thing pulling off his board and then he starts yelling at me oh, it was my wave what are you doing my wave fuck my fucking wave so what he was a frenchman yeah he's a french i love the french i love everything about the french but you know fuck so he's yelling at me right and, and, and he's impaled my brand new board he's a fucking kook he doesn't live there like i wouldn't go to hosigor or mundaka or someone and start yelling at people but the spaniards and the french have have no qualms about fucking lighting up on, on people at the local beaches in Australia. So they, they just missed that memo that those particular cultures, the Israelis missed it, the Europeans missed it. Anyways, he's yelling at me. I said, mate, fucking shut up. Just, just let's fucking stop it. And I pull my board off his fan, a big hole goes all the way almost to the deck, right? And he's yelling at me. And then we're in the water, so neck to neck, and his board's between us. And I saw his three fins, and he just wouldn't fucking shut up. And I said, a fist. I'm going, I'm going to fucking clock this guy. I said, mate, just shut and fucking shut up. It's a crowd, so you don't want to lose it. And I said, oh, and I had to hit something. So I hit one of his fans. It was FCS. And FCS, FCS are the worst fucking fins the in the world. The worst fans. Worst. I mean, it's so easy to pop you can, out. You can never punch a futures fin out. But you, can, but you can punch FCS out. Like, like you can blow it out. You go, blow that fucking thing out of its fin boxes. So it was, <laughs> and it was FCS 1 too, which is the better version than the FCS 2 because those things are useless. But futures, eh, no chance. So anyway, so I punched his fin and it just pops out. I said, fuck, that felt good. And I went, oh, and I punched the other one. And pretty soon he had no fins. And a friend of mine sort of paddled over and he said to the guy, I think you better go in now. So this guy's paddling in, but he couldn't paddle straight because he had no fins. It was so funny to watch this guy on his big plastic surfboard fucking paddling in on a wonky direction. Motherfucker. But he yelled at me. I, I, I wasn't going to bring violence to the table. But no, I, but, you, but you had to. Mm, but I didn't send him in, but he was forced by circumstances to hit the beach. Coro coronavirus apocalypse, I feel this is our moment, right? To send everyone to the beach. Well, that's, that's what governments in Australia are encouraging people to do. I had some uh, messages from Mark River where the government wants local surfers to discourage people from parking in the car parks. And that's what, I mean, I feel precisely this, that this is our moment and not my moment. <laughs> I've never been a hardened local. But theoretically, like you said three and, people in. Of course, you're a hard local. Eddie Rothman. I mean, I am now. I am sticking now. Like anyone willing to raise their voice in the lineup, fantastic, right? If you're the guy willing to say paddle in, everyone should paddle in, right? Oh uh, yeah, in the in the time of coronavirus. In this moment, right now, this is the moment where faux locals will rise, right? <laughs> yeah, it I is. mean, classic. Anybody who has one iota of historical sense will paddle out one person. Like, I go to the grocery store. Theoretically, a person rocks up 
within six feet of me, I have every right to say, oh, 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 back off, right? Yes. I have not only every right, but a historical prerogative to say, do not stand six feet within me. Everyone will back me. Why are not surfers grabbing this moment, paddling out, surfing whatever peak they want? Like, this moment belongs to the surfer with the most voice, which fucking, this is Eddie Rothman's day and age, right? Like, if Eddie Rothman taught us anything, it is that a Philadelphia man of Jewish origin from Philadelphia by way of, I think, theoretically, Texas, can move to the North Shore and bark people off waves, right? It's a miracle, beautiful miracle. If the miracle of Eddie Rothman can be reestablished for us plebes, we can do it right now, is just paddle out. Bro, six feet away from me, I'm over it. Like, I'm immune compromised, stay away, right? We can do it in the- Social distancing, dude. We can- literally localize in the sissiest way possible right now by just saying, bro, I have a grandma. She's still alive. I'm going to go visit her. Okay. At some point, six feet, man. I mean, for once, for once, we can all be hardcore locals. We can be Kobe Everton. I am like stinking Spartacus. I'm going to raise my hand and say, I am Kobe Everton. But what's interesting about coronavirus is the, the hardcore locals, the people who are surfing, Jonah Hill, Jaden Smith, and a sub, That's the thing. A sub guy in Malibu, they're, they're the new face of um, localism. It's a, it's a full reimagining of what it is to be local, where before it was who we were afraid of, theoretically, like the guy who was posturing and hard. Now it's literally Jonah Hill, God bless him, Jaden Smith, the sub guy, in Malibu is surfing's new hero. No? Yeah, he's the, he's the biggest hero in surfing right now to surf three foot, perfect first point Malibu while every other surf was a pussy and didn't fucking surf. Well, that's the thing is he didn't just take one wave and go in laughing, right? He surfed, I think, from what I've heard for two hours. He got 20 waves and then he tried to outrun the boat on his sub. He's a legend. I mean, that guy... I hate subs. I hate supping. I hate Eric Logan. Just kidding. Love you, Eric Logan. But uh, sucky dick. That's what you love to do, Charlie. Delicious, clean, middle-aged, fucking shaved, fucking clean dick. I I hear this is the thing. I would. You know what I would be excited to do? What? Suck that dick. Yeah. You're the joke sonic of surfing. I hear that Eric Logan gives bad contracts. That's what I hear. I hear that even in the coronavirus apocalypse, when all WSL needs is content, they're giving agreed, serving egregious contacts or contacts, <laughs> contracts to people where they take money and the content producer gets nothing minus the money that the WSL is taking. How ridiculous is that? What would they get? A, they get a they get an invoice from the WSL for using the, their uh, content. That's it. So they they have to pay the WSL. The WSL posts it for free. The person producing the content pays for that content. This no, is a rumor. That's, that's, who said that? I mean, I can't take it. It's obviously a, a rumor source. This is a, 
this is a rumor, but entirely true. That's what's happening. WSL lawyers are hammering down hard on content producers right now. Do you remember, do you remember when the WSL wanted to use the backwards fins thing? Yeah. That was funny. They didn't, we're going to charge us. Hey, I said, James, they didn't want to charge us today. No. no. They want it for the content. Uh, but then they didn't run it because they heard it was Beach Crew that came up with this masterpiece. That's the thing. I mean, so this is, I feel at this point, we finally reached, I will say, as of what I've, the rumors. Mm. I hope no, this no, is filmed. Is this being filmed? It's being filmed, but it's not going to get uh, published. This should should be published. Not in the, not in the state of my skin at the moment. After no Are you kidding? Are you kidding? You have a <laughs> beautiful painting behind you. You look fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. I can't believe that. I can't believe similar we were dressed in a torn t-shirts and that's all I do is torn. You're cleanly shaved. That's that's pretty good. The under house arrest. So I take a under house arrest. I take a shower now. I have to force myself to take a shower every week. And I, you just happened to catch me on my second shower. Oh, that's, you, look, you look very well scrubbed. That's rough. <laughs> hey, that's what about, a, it, hey, how, good, how good was Dave Carson too? He lives on the beach of Kane Garden Bay. Just so said, that's the dang thing. I mean, Dave Carson, right? That's yeah. his front yard. Front yard, he's got a house, two acres, and, and, he's, um, and his land extends 15 uh, yards into the water, I believe. So social, social distancing, right? How many other people were in the lineup? Zero. So he looked so at it. So he, he, he got up in the morning and he looked at it. I mean, he could hear it from his bed. And it was a long period swell. So it'd be, it'd be flat for 20 minutes. And then there'd be, you know, three or four foot sets. And then no one was surfing. So he just went, fuck it. I'm going surfing. I mean, but how could, as a surfer, how could you say no to that? You couldn't, unless, you, unless you're a skin dizzle. Joel, there's, a Joel, there's the Joel Tudors and the skin dizzles. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. We have two camps, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how Skin Dizzle, Skin Dog Collins can hold this line. And again, I spoke about this today with old David Lee Scales, but I don't know how anyone chooses the Skin Dog camp. Come on. Like at the end, we're surfers, right? And if the world is ending, how are we not surfing? It's like Big Wednesday. There's some surfers who went to Nam in the draft and other people tried to fucking avoid it. And it feels like right now it's the draft again. You have the people that go, well, you know what? We've got to defend our country against freedom. Or you've got the other people that go, fuck this. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm so surprised the surfers are just turning to such fucking rule-following pussies. But, but the one thing I've loved about it more than anything is that leaders will rise. And the fact that the leaders of surfing are Joel Tudor and Skin Dog, right? I mean, those are the leaders. More, I mean, we deserve more than anything else. Like, I am, again, full stop Team Joel, I, which means I am Team Joel Tudor, which means I am in the camp of, I fully understand and appreciate Skin Dog's critique, which is, who chooses to ride a beginner's board their whole life? Right? That, was a, that was a good line from Skinny. I thought that was pretty sick when he said that. P- precisely. But that's the person I'm choosing to follow is the man who chooses to ride children's boards. Where Skinny, I, I, like, I can't go with you in your cop-loving ways, right? Like, let's support the law. Like, when did surfers ever do that? 
the bizarre thing is that it's a disease that kills people over 70, right? So that's the thing, you know, it kills the odd sure. person, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So surfers are primarily under, under whatever, 35, 45. And, and yet we're just running for the hills. Biggest fucking pussies. But even assuming that it's going to kill, if this disease, if it said you go surf and it kills surfers, this disease, it kills ocean-going-ish people age whatever, 45 to 20, I would surf twice as much. I would try as hard as I could to take out a half of surfers. How rude is that? <laughs> you, know, you know what? It's, it's funny because there's been so many apocalyptic uh, events over the last you know, year, climate change and everything. But people don't realize you're going to die at some point. Die, die, in, a spe- die in a spectacular manner. Die That's in what the, I'm saying. Die in the, die in the pandemic. At least you get, you get the newspaper, you get the news. Shit. How much? How how ready right now is uh, media for the first surfer? I feel that oddly, oddly even, uh, surfers have somehow grabbed the narrative here, right? Like between the, uh, whatever, the Scripps Institute, what was she? Like oh, the, la- the, the lady about said the spray is going to kill you. Guess Precisely. You're going to die. So p- between her and the, the University of... Yeah, the atmospheric chemist and University of Hawaii doctors disagreeing with her, which creating that into a blood food. I mean, I think this is where Beach Creek goes best, right? To create two disparate things into what they actually are, right? You have a San Diego atmospheric chemist and uncorrelated doctors in Hawaii, but we can distill this into one narrative beautifully for the people, right? Of... There's two camps. Again, there's the atmospheric chemist who says, surf, die. Hawaiian doctors saying, are you kidding me? No. And then there we are. But I'm with the Hawaiian doctors in this one. Yeah? I'm with the Hawaiian. I'm with Joel Tudor and I'm with the Hawaiian doctors and I'm with David Carson. He saw four foot perfect waves breaking out the front of his house and just said, fuck this. I mean, that's the damn thing is even if, uh, to be honest, to be very honest, if I was sitting and saw four foot perfect waves rights in particular, which those were at the front of my house. And the, the thing was 50, 50, you go take one surf in this perfect emptied lineup and die. I would take the 50, 50. Would you? 50, 50, I probably wouldn't. I would. But, you get the you get the you get the best empty session of your life, and fifty fifty you die when you come into the beach. I mean, die. How do you die? It depends. If it's a painful death, if it's a suffocating of my own mucus, maybe not. But if it's, it's a suffocating, your, if it's a bullet, yeah, to your it's head, coronavirus. It's like whatever. King. Yeah, I mean, it's coronavirus. It's you suffocate on your you do your lungs fill up with mucus and you die. No, 50-50, I would never surf again. Rather, rather than okay. Oh yeah, here we go. James just pulled up the um, the death rate of all the people in different age groups because it's effectively for all people. Sure, and you know, so um, eighty plus years old, they make it everybody pretty much. So if you're under um, fifty, it's a zero point four chance if you get it. So, but so even if we surf, why isn't everybody surfing? Everyone should be. But surfing. I'm I, not only surfing, shouting away anybody paddling even close to them. This is the moment where even the passive have full local rights. Like, I don't know why people aren't completely grabbing hold 
and owning their local rights. For the one moment in history, you can shout, even the most passive pussy surfer can say, hey, bro, you're in my space. You're in my six feet, right? How many times has that happened in history? No times, never. Except for Hawaii during busting down the door when Rabbi Bartholomew got choked out for being six feet within whoever he was in. But aside from that, come on. Like, this is our moment to be Eddie Rothman. No? It's a moment to be Eddie Rothman, but beyond that, did you watch Kelly Slater 24-7? Hell no. You I heard it, it was you, shit. You haven't watched no! it? No! I heard it was... It. I, no, but did you watch it? Brother, every time you get to criticize something, you got to watch the shit. No, no, no. All and I watched it here. And I, got, and I watched it, and James, amazing, amazing. He organized a VPN so in Australia we could watch it. We sent it to Long Tom, who reviewed it. Perversely, Long Tom loved it. Of course. But perversely was he is being the con- key was word. He, was he being contrary, you think? Obviously. Like, I get it. I get to hate on Kelly Slater is like fish in a barrel, right? To love Kelly Slater is the more nuanced take. Long Tom's review, I think, I read, I read Long Tom's review start to finish. That one is brilliant, right? Where, okay, he, because he notices and marks on the, I don't know what, like, he recognizes the contrarian nature of hating Kelly and then takes it from there. So all good and fine. But I will still agree with you don't learn, if you're going to do this, and watch this as a surfer, give me something new. Give me something I didn't know about Kelly, which nothing that anybody who has followed Kelly learned from that thing. I, you wish, gotta, you, I wish you watched it because it's, um, it's an interesting, Liv Schreiber does the narration and the Liv Schreiber oh, narration is incredible. It's, I, um, love, I love stinking Liv and his, uh, what show is he in? He's in uh, Ray Donovan. Yeah, Ray Donovan, yeah. And he's, he's, I love Liv and Ray Donovan. Neighbor. Liv Schreiber used to be my neighbor. In uh, stupid live is brainless. Let's be honest. <laughs> He's a fucking good narrator. He's, he makes a good narration, but I think to make a good narration is also to be brainless. But 24-7 was interesting because it is so superficial. It's beautifully made. And it is so... The, the best thing about it is a Paul McNeil painting that pops up in Kelly's, Kelly's house towards the end of the film. And, and Kelly's um, phallic rock that he uh that, that got thrown through his window when he got robbed on the north shore but i'm still i'm i'm going to die like i'm going to die of coronavirus i'm going to die on the uh uh-uh. you ain't gonna die you got a 0.4 chance if you get it you got a 0.4 chance of dying at one in 215 chance so in that in that same rate i'm going to die on this on this cross is fuck it kelly give me something crazy kelly's crazy right yeah, crazy as a he is crazy as a cut snake. So HBO has unfettered access to make Kelly Slater look crazy. What would be more fascinating right now than a sports icon looking crazy? I'm sure Tiger Woods, I mean, obviously Tiger Woods is crazy, right? Tiger Woods did a bunch of weird drugs, crashed his car. I mean, Tiger Woods is crazy. Imagine Tiger Woods is crazy, right? And it got painted over as whatever, but it was still undeniably insane kelly slater is tiger woods he's not doing weird drugs he's not crashing his car and then having to like do whatever but he's a crazy person so tell this and your hbo just fucking tell kelly 
hey, we're telling your real story. Just interview Kelly for who he is and tell the real story. But the very, the very process of making these things, it's like the Red Bull um, videos get made. There's such a setup behind them. And, and it's funny because in the opening scene of 24-7, you have Kelly in his house and he's looking at the waves and they make him turn around and, and there's lighting and everything. And, and the best uh, moments of Kelly Slater have been gotten when he's driving his car, when he's walking around. And there was the great um, uh, Jack McCoy movie, uh, Blue Horizon, at the end, they got a river guy called Brooke Sylvester to follow Kelly around the North Shore. And Jack just told him, film everything, drive with him, do everything. And there's Kelly, you know, weeping in his car, you know, almost weeping in his car, those sorts of things. So I think the problem with 24-7 is when you deal with NBA stars and whatever, they're used to performing for cameras. You put it on Kelly and he's not a performer. And so Kelly's kind of awkward. And so there's no real truths revealed in this particular scenario. But I understand. But that's the problem is HBO is not Red Bull. HBO is HBO, right? They can do what they want. They are not only driving the car, they're the only car on the strip. I mean, that's it, right? And so they could shoot what they want. Kelly wants to be on HBO more than HBO needs Kelly to be on HBO. Yeah, I don't. They I could don't, have told I, I, Kelly. Kelly would be happily not be on HBO. But hey, but you know the best thing. No, about, nobody. No, nobody. No, God damn it! The best thing about but twenty four seven was afterwards because because I got the Amazon Prime um, membership thing, the free trial. But I sure. could fi- I could finally watch Momentum Generation. Did you like? And Momentum okay. and Momentum Generation is a work of art. And there's two great. There's three actually three great two and a half great circuit surfing documentaries. There's Momentum Generation. There's busting down the door and there's Sea of Darkness. And Sea of Darkness is the 50% great documentary because it's um, so poorly made, but some great interviews within a poorly made documentary. Whereas in Momentum Generation tells a story that is so profound and, this, and all the stuff about Chesser. And you know, I kind of lived through that period and interviewing those guys and hanging out with Chesser. But there's all this, all this stuff and how important Chesser was to those guys. And, and, the, and the end of Momentum, have you seen Momentum Generation? No. I, I had, had, I had no idea that Pat O'Connell married, um, married Todd Chess's widow. Who? Pat O'Connell, Patchy, Longball Patty, with the biggest nuts in pro surfing, he married Todd Chess's widow, Janet. Amazing. Really? I had no idea. It's the, it's the whole thing. It's the, I didn't to this day. They're still married. I did not know. It was amazing. And Patty, I love Patty O'Connell. He was one of my favorites. But wait a second, though. Did you find, so uh, Momentum Generation was available for months, right? For me, for free. Uh, Not for me. We had to pay for it. We had to pay 20 bucks or something. I could not not be bothered because I didn't think that. It's incredible. It's so well made. So you're literally telling me that it is worth watching. It is. It is not not only worth watching. It's essential to watch. It's... um, for, for, for anyone who's interested in surfing, the history of surfing, and these particular people who are still writ large in our consciousness, Shane Dorian, Rob Machado, and Kelly Slater, it's so important to watch. And the whole stuff about how they all hated Kelly, and the whole stuff, of, and how Kelly was driven by the need to win more than anyone, it's got, a, it's got a fucked ending. It has that same ending as busting down the door where everyone meets at the end, and they all laugh, and blah, blah, blah. But as I'm sure you know, there's still some lingering hatred. I, have, I, st- I still have no interest in- You're you gonna watch it, you're gonna watch it tonight. Okay, I'll, I will literally do a I hate it and, and honestly, you'll goodness. Love you'll love it. Did you love busting down the door? Okay. I love busting down the door. If you love, love busting down the door, you'll lose your mind over momentum generation because those guys actually mean more to us because busting down the door were guys that we had heard about and read about when we were kids. 
but they have people that you kind of grow up with. It's, but there's no, I'm sorry. And I'm totally spoiled here. There's no Eddie Rothman in, in uh, momentum generation. It's better. There's this, no and, bad guy. Oh, this Who's so the bad guy? Kelly's the bad guy. Kelly's he's the bad, not guy, a bad guy. He's the bad guy in it. I mean, Kelly is the bad the, guy. Splits the whole group. That's the whole thing, though. But then, then uh, he comes, okay. then he makes okay. the millions, and he has the massive Hawaiian compound that everyone um, wants to uh, stay at. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna watch. Benji, if it, and stuff Benji does is amazing, and Benji's so good in it. If if Kelly comes off as a bad guy, I'm in because Kelly is funny at the whole at the end of it all, right? Like Andy positioned himself as the bad guy. Kelly's the bad guy in surfing. Which is, which is the great switcheroo of surfing. Precisely. But Kelly Slater as surfing's ultimate bad guy is beautiful. Okay. So, so, so what's Momentum Generation? You have to watch Okay. It. So if, Ke- if Kelly comes off as bad, I'm in. So, the, um, so I think my Momentum Generation is surfing's Tiger King. Really? Uh, is that good? No. And you, and you don't have to sit through seven episodes. Have you seen Tiger King? I've watched every single episode of Tiger King back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Did you love it? From Travis's suicide to uh, fourth husband, husband Dylan. I I loved every second. So momentum is better. Momentum is is, uh, essential to anyone who has any kind of connection to surfing. Okay, I'm in. On that that sale, I will watch it this week. Good. And... uh, what else we got? What else is happening in surfing in, uh, in your world, man? What are you thinking about? What's, what are you following? So what I would do, here's what I was thinking about is that surfing, I thought, was done, right? In the first two weeks of coronavirus, there was no surfing news. Everything had flatlined. And then all of a sudden, it started kicking again, right? Which that's the only thing I'm looking for is a kick where we have suffers out running Malibu and we have all kinds of draconian law and we have, there was all of a sudden so much started happening where it made me think, wow, this is beautiful. We're back. Like surfing, oddly, this is what I thought is surfing doesn't need a tour. Surfing doesn't need anything. Surfing only needs surfing in order to survive, which made me so happy where I thought, okay, we're good to go. Like it all flatlined when everybody's paranoid. People aren't paranoid anymore. I mean, they still are, but they're also sort of, I think, wanting to be entertained again and realizing, so all surfing needs is surfing. We're fine. We're good. We're, we've got fun stories. We've got fun narratives. We've got fun arcs. We've got it all. Hell for the WSL is what I think is they didn't capitalize on any of this. They positioned themselves as a media company, not a tour before this, right? That was our whole thing, is we're gonna be a media company, not a tour. They unfortunately delivered zero media in the day and age where, okay, start crushing it with media right now. Oh, wait, you have nothing? Not only that, rumor are sending horrible contracts to people if you could, if you could take eric logan's cock out of your mouth for a second what would you do as um ceo of the wsl are you fucking kidding me i would do i would the problem is there's not that many interesting f- 
people in surfing. But what I would do is I would give Beach Grit a solid contract. I'll say, I would say to Beach Grit, let's be honest. I mean, you and I are obviously biased here, but we're also doing the only interesting, interesting content in surf, right? Like stab stuff is stale and um, Surfline is, I mean, just Surfline should fucking go away after this. Surfer is dead in the water. Surfing died in the water. I don't know even any Australian. Is there any Australian media that's doing anything interesting? I think so, no. But you know, you know who's interesting, who's surprisingly interesting, and I, and I never knew, is Kainal Igarashi. Have you seen his Twitter? So great. So no, I have not. It's but like, what's he doing? So he's, he's, he just puts up these weird, um, not weird, but, you know, quasi-profound... Um, uh, uh, things. I'm just trying to find some little uh, tweets of his. He's got a lot. But he'll say something like, um, like, uh, you know, he'll, he'll just post, time will tell. Or, uh, <laughs> or, um, fuck. I trust the universe. Great. You know, um, so, so light, 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 light the way and I'll follow. And then, you know, to get, and this is interesting because the thing with pro surfers, other groupies that follow pro surfers sure and, and, and i know when we write a story that's controversial you see all the groupies pop out to support the pro surfer remember when we did that kiala kennelly story and i just sure. wrote a story about uh how at the end um oh it was about um what's what's that chick uh cory shoemaker who claimed to be the first you know openly gay surfer blah 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 and then um there's the thing with her and um kiala and at the end of the story that i wrote about kiala and cory being the gay pro surfers i said ah oh, you know can you be a world champion you've never got to your feet you know the, the thing and it was interesting to see the pile on of of people who are groupies surrounding pro surfers you know people who are friends of mine who are photographers michael oblivious brian bill and all these people just going to support these people that, that and they're just total groupies but it's interesting when you go to people's uh, pro surfers uh, tweets to see the uh, the groupies sort of piling on liking everything sure i mean exactly that was just but, a rant. Sure, but precisely. Okay, so, but if you're the WSL and you're trying to make content, right? In this day and age, in mm. the coronavirus apocalypse. Trying to make content and you don't surf, that's the problem. Eric doesn't but, surf. No, but just go, like, so do a day in the life of Kanoa Igarashi. Like, Kanoa Igarashi just has the worst year of his life, right? Theoretically. I mean, he was set to be king of oh, King of surfing. Japan, huh? I mean, the whole, the whole entire thing. He was set to be king of surfing. Like, he was the face of this theoretically sexy new sport coming to the Olympics. First time ever. Japanese, American. I mean, he had it all, right? He had everything. Sponsored by Dior. How good is that? And done overnight, right? So you follow, so follow Kanoa's dive into alcoholism and drug abuse and surf journalism like what we're doing we could probably hire kanoa tomorrow we have kanoa come on and drive from beach Grit. did you watch um did you watch red bull series all in with stephanie gilmore and uh, and kanoa hell no i don't actually, i don't watch any yeah. of this shit yeah, it's shit know. it's shit let's be honest if i'm not watching it i'm more or less paid to watch this right am i not are you pay, I'm not, you, if you don't review it, you're not paid to? No, you're not paid to watch that shit. But if you want to watch that shit. But I'm, I'm theoretically. It's actually pretty I'm, good. 
I mean, it wasn't though. Let's be honest. No, no, it was good. But the most, the best thing, but this let's, let's, let's be honest compared to what I'm watching right now is Downton Abbey. Did you watch Downton Abbey? Never watched Downton Abbey, but it's shit. Never watched that shit and it's shit, dog. It is, it is beautiful, beautiful soap opera. What is this, 1999? Jesus. I mean, it's so old. It's so embarrassing. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is that what I'm watching? What I'm watching right now under house arrest is so much better than what the W Sound's putting out. This is no, but it's absolutely no way. It's the, it's the um, Red Bull too, and fuck Red Bull. Red Bull is a piece of giant shit. I will say it right now, all day, every day. Red Bull will never once put one dollar into anything interesting. They will put all kinds of money into Travis Rice and Kurt Morgan. That's good, right? So I. Take it back right, right there. Travis. Travis is nice, man. Epic. And what I mean, Rebel does there. his wife at your wedding and um, Sir, Sir at the bar alone. And it's and, epic. Uh, so I sidled up to the bar and I said, hey. <laughs> I'm a, I'm it's his girlfriend. Too. It's, yeah. his ex, it's his ex-girlfriend now. So you're going to go Oh, really? Oh, sure. Yeah. That's what I was told. this cute woman at the bar and she goes, um, oh, Travis, Travis Rice's wife or girlfriend or something. Well, no. Yeah. That's what, who's Travis Rice? X now, and you're good to go. You don't know Derek Riley, but Travis Rice? God damn it. But that's what, but Red Bull, stinking Red Bull. Red Bull has money and has ideas when the ideas are good. Yeah. They don't have ideas, but they'll, I think, support. What about, what about the Julian thing? The thing, the idea that was 20 years old, go fucking the cobwebs blown off it. And then um, doing the doing the thing in the pool, and then claiming it as a world first. Fuck. That's pre- precisely what I'm talking about. So I don't trust anything Red Bull does as interesting, unless unless it is Travis Rice and Kurt Morgan. That's the only thing Red Bull who's does. Kurt, who's Kurt Morgan? Kurt Morgan's the filmmaker who did oh. all the Art of Flight and all of it. Oh, Kurt yeah. Morgan is the only decent action sport filmmaker ever. He's the only one. Literally, when this apocalypse fully happens. Uh, when the action sports is but a blip on the radar, the names that will be remembered will be few, but Kurt Morgan will be one of them. You know when Travis sold his yacht to uh, John John? Yeah. Just, just between you and me, was there something wrong with it? Was there a hole in it or something? No, but it's also Travis a gun. Well. Yeah, yeah, but it's also a, a, it's the gunbow, right? So those things are notoriously fickle. They're the best built cats ever but are crazily and notoriously fickle. And so I'm sure there was nothing wrong by, with what it. Do mean, what do you mean by fickle? We're just getting bad moves or something? They're just, they're just uh, you know, but you know boats. I know, I know boats too well, Charlie. Exactly. And so it's a boat and they're beautiful, beautiful boats that are overpriced and fickle. But there's very, but very fickle. They just, every part of them breaks in a second. You know, you're on a boat and it's great to have that iconic boat that everybody wants, right? The thing that, yeah, that everybody wants. But if the stupid ceiling is breaking here or there or there, then you're, you know, you're screwed. Like it doesn't matter how cool the boat is, you're screwed, which is those boats. So John John's sitting on a dog. John John's sitting on, not a dog because... They only made so many of them, and they're, the lines on them are beautiful. Every part of those boats are beautiful. They're perfect boats, uh, well-built, but also too fickly built, I'll say, and break too easily. And so those things are breaking nonstop. So John John's sitting on a boat that's breaking on him every second of the day, 
and now without a Hurley contract. So he's going to be, um, <laughs> so he's going to be out in the Pacific and that thing's just going to fall apart and he's going to be ended. He's going to be surfing some media. That's it. So John John better have a foil and better be able to kill any pump from mid Pacific back to Hawaii or California. And the John John pro John John. I mean, he could do it. Look at those thighs. Look at those ankles. John John has th- thicker ankles than any man I've ever seen. Have you, have you really examined John John Florence's ankles? In photos, it is a straight line from knee to foot. So you haven't watched the, uh, the Rebel series of Kainar versus Stephanie, but you've been examining photographs of um, John, John's, uh, John John's legs. All day, every day. Yeah, so if you're going to waste time, you might as well, huh? That's what I'm saying. Is you, Red Bull, life, life you, under house arrest. You pitch me something that's not Kurt Morgan, uh, Travis Rice, that's worth watching, I'll watch it. Other than Who is JLB, the original film, starring Jamie O'Brien, edited by Dayton Lickness, directed by Charlie Smith. Other than that, that's the greatest surf film Red Bull's ever made. Do you disagree? Okay, where, where can we watch it? Can we, can we put a little link somewhere? No, because I screwed it so bad, but I got, I don't even know why. I was, it's an awful story. Do you want an awful story? Make it short, but yeah. I was frustrated with Red Bull. And so at the end the last scene, we clipped together every famous cinematic song, like from Star Wars to Indiana Jones to everything. But we clipped it down to one song so it wasn't instantly recognizable and threw that as the final song. And it was a licensing atomic bomb that got dropped on Red Bull, which I feel, I don't even know why I was mad at Red Bull at that point, but yeah, it was an awful move. So you cannot, all to say, you cannot see who is JLB to this day, I don't think, the film, because of the, but because of the awful thing I dealt, but I made Jamie O'Brien's career. So there you go. What about uh, what about the Chloe Andino movie that never saw the light of day? Tell me, uh, tell me the perverse things you made, brother. Do I was, I mean, I can't even imagine we got this concept through. It was, okay, brother and Red Bull. Imagine you're 40 years in the future. You're a total has been. You're a has been because you did a bunch of blow and had a bunch of hookers. Let's go back and do an interview with you as a young man doing that. And Chloe did it. And we have all that on film. It's horrible. It is awful. Chloe talking about all the blow he did and hookers he did. All facetiously. Yeah? Facetiously. Yeah, facetiously. And where's the uh, the footage now? It's on one of my computers that has since cooked. And what, what, what happened? Red Bull didn't like the idea or the Andinos didn't like it? I think the Andinos didn't like it at the end. I thought it was real funny. I thought, and we'd have epic in my mind of the movie, we'd have epic uh, footage of Brother Ripping and then him talking. He was in a bathrobe. We built a whole set for him of like, I think he was living in his grandma's basement or something for the concept. Uh, it's a good concept, yeah? It's a great concept. Yeah, of, of a has-been pro surfer talking about their glory days when those are past, but when they're still, I mean, it was Chloe, and it was Chloe 10 years ago, so he would have looked beautiful. So he's 17 or something? It was 17, and we had him in a bathrobe talking about just, I think he probably hedged at the drugs he did and the hookers he 
whatever, but it was it was like a dirty shoot. I remember I mean, not in terms of blows and hooker, but <laughs> in terms of like have, having him talking about just wrecking his career. All right, tomorrow in Beach Group, what are we going to see tomorrow in Beach Group? Sunday, Australian Eastern Standard Time, uh, Saturday, uh, American Time, West Coast, East Coast, South Coast. I do two handles. I have to do too many of these damn titles for me and David Lee Scales. So until this one surpasses that, I'm not touching this. This is up to you. Oh, yeah, right. There's, uh, are you going to surf tomorrow? Oh, yeah. You're going to send somebody in? To surf? Oh, for sure. If somebody's within 12 feet of me, I'm going to shout at them, stop giving me coronavirus until they paddle away. You're going to promise That's me. The- Tomorrow you have to have to send somebody in. I will. I mean, I, I don't know if they'll go in, but I will send them away for me. I don't know why surfers aren't embracing this moment. Like, this is ridiculous. It's the one time in history where you could send anyone in and that person would understand they're being sent in. I was too close to that guy. Just like people in the grocery store peel away from me looking at grapes. And looking shamefaced, everyone's looking down at the ground. No one yeah. sees me in each other's eyes because could have. So if, so, if somebody sits paddles next to me, all I, I mean, I could play it a bunch of ways. One of one of them, I could be, hey, I've got it, get away. The other way would just be, you've got it. Like the, I mean, that's the way everybody's acting. I don't know how surfers. Honestly, that's the most confusing part to me about coronavirus is that surfers are sitting shoulder to shoulder next to other surfers in the lineup. It confuses you. But bizarrely, send every like there should be one dominant surfer there who sends everyone else in. I should go anytime I look. It's only been crap surf here. Anytime I go look, there should be one surfer out there and four surfers paddling in because that guy said, I don't want coronavirus. Get in. So tomorrow, I want you to be the enforcer. I'm fully going to be the enforcer. Okay, so our final segment this week, according to, to James, a beautiful Jesse, Jesse James. James, um, Chaz, if I owned the WSL this week, I would. Uh, if I owned the WSL this week, I would honestly hire Beach Grit to do all their content for the week. Everything. Carte Blanche, every video, every story, every everything. Like, they got nothing. That fucking WSL is done. It's a wrap. I'm going to say it right now. WSL is a wrap. There's no way Ziff is pulling out of coronavirus. What about uh, your great friend, Eric? Derek Riley? Not Eric. Not Derek, though? Shit. Eric. Eric, Eric Logan. Logan? Maybe he dick, maybe he's clean, beautiful dick in your mouth. Eric's got nothing. Eric Logan has proved coming out of Oprah in the moment theoretically coming out of the time where he is the guy who turned WSL from a tour to content, theoretically delivered content for Oprah. The only content he's delivered in a time when everybody's starving for content is a half-baked Chris Cote show. I love Chris Cote, but are you kidding me? Like it's game over for him. It's over. It's a wrap. WSL's a wrap. Calling it out. All right. Let's chat next week, Chaz. Love you, Derek Riley. Eric Riley. Get here, DK.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.